Oh my god. Peter. <laughs> I was giving my best my best Lois Griffiths impression. <laughs> uh, I, I every time I I just like to I just like to uh, that's, you know, that's the, that's the, oh, Peter made a dumb joke. And that's also the, oh man, I'm having such a good time being eaten out by Peter Griffin. <laughs> Same reaction. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that mental image. Oh, now. Peter. Oh my God. Peter. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Lois. <laughs> I was, we, I was having this conversation with some friends the other day. What do you think is like the, the, the hiring hierarchy of like the Seth MacFarlane animated show comedy dynasty like if you work your like if you do your hours if you put in your effort at like American Dad do you get like bumped up to Family Guy <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know <laughs> I've worked at several points throughout my life I could honestly just I could write Family Guy in my sleep and I I, I tell you what as far as menial jobs went I would take it yeah, I would write yes. Family Guy for so much money, whatever money they had. <laughs> it would be my equivalent of working in the coal mines. I would <laughs> love to write Family Guy because it would. Be, it's just it's so easy. It's so easy. You insert topical pop culture thing. You go, oh my gosh, this is worse than the time I insert weird anecdote about other pop culture icon. <laughs> and then you just get them to like, you just get the, the, the person to be in it. And then give me the money, please. It's, it's that easy. Wow. You've cracked it, baby. Oh, man. Seth McCartney. How easy is television? I mean, fucking, let's go. Oh, let's just, go. Hey, hey, Seth, if you're let's listening, go. give me a ring. I'm available. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Dan Dan Critics of Dan. My name is Morgan Roberts. My name is uh, Zack Snyder. No, it's not. That's a lie. It's Dominic Fitzgerald. Zack Snyder. I mean, Zack Snyder. Episode. What a week it's been. What it's been. What a week it's been for Zack Snyder. What a week it's. Well, all right. I mean, yeah. What a week for the world. What a week for the planet. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, but fuck the world. But 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 I but That's I also why. feel like. In our little sphere of pop culture, yes. uh, um, uh, the, the the phrase "setting a bad precedent" comes to mind, um, and and yes. I think there's something there about how the culture responds to these things, and I don't like to quote to quote a infamous Australian. I don't like it. Fuck her. She's a fucking idiot. I mean, she is a fucking idiot. She's a total fucking afterbirth cum stain. She is the, the, the most lowest of the low. And you know what? You know what? You could almost laugh it off. But yeah. the real criminals, the real criminals. I'm, I miss the, when people the, the ABC the, got paid to bully her relentlessly. Oh, I know. I know. And then and then the problem is that she stuck around. She was given a half-life. So she ran, you know, 20 years ago, Pauline fucking Hanson ran and, you know, had all these times and then mm. she dropped out and was so, what well, would have otherwise been so irrelevant for 20 years. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that she, like Voldemort, now, hear me out on this. She had the horcruxes of Channel 7, Channel 9, morning, bre morning television, 
constantly bringing her on mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. resurrecting her fucking shit cunt opinions on everything that somehow mm. gave her a half-life that 20 years later she was yeah. able to run for parliament again and get in and give she, voice to fucking idiots. And you well, know she, what? It's yeah. not... She came back she to is the an world isolated, where... Isolated, she came, she came back isolation, to the world where idiots had platforms. Yeah, that's right. And in isolation, you know, she is just a fucking idiot with a dumb with dumb opinions, with no idea about how yeah. the world works and no empathy. But you know what? She's not in a vacuum, and she's been supported and amplified by people should know who should know better. I want to know what the point was. And we will talk about fucking movies with Batman in it in a moment. But I do want to know, like, at what point did we get to the? At what point in the in the decade of twenty ten? When it all went down, what at what point did we start? I want to know when people, because because the whole reason that the people like that succeed it's just dawned on me. Welcome to down down politics down. Mm. At what point did like fucking bullshit conservatives be like, oh, this society shit? Back in my day, we used to be able to punch people when we wanted and fucking put holes in boats. When when did like that the turning point happen where the people like that suddenly remembered that they could be a loud majority? I don't know. It's so complex. It's not fun. I don't think either of us. No, it's not fun. I don't think either of us are the the voice of expert on this. But you know, we're two white dudes with a fucking podcast. So hey, let's go. Um, All know, I know uh, is that I I, I grew up in a time of of state funded politician bullying. I could. In my in my high school years, I could turn on the ABC and watch a, a, a many a many a state funded comedian just mercilessly bully a ridiculous politician. Can't if say you want to see, yeah, totally. Like, you know, there were no holds barred. Do you think we should dedicate a minute or two of every episode to just bully an Australian politician to bring them down a peg? Who do we want to? I mean, I think it's clear who we start with this she's week. Such an easy. She's an easy target, which means that she's just a boring and non-interesting target. And to be honest, I, I, I just this week I feel like uh, I just don't want to. I just I don't know. I don't know, bro. She ran uh, a fish look, and chip shop. Like, what kind of blank <laughs> personality do you have to have to run a fish and chip shop? Hey, hey. Like, if you're hey. gonna have a restaurant, no, no, no. This is I love. I, if you're gonna have a restaurant, like, fucking fish and chips, bro. Well, fish Come and chips on, is great. Man. What's wrong with fish and chips? This is totally honourable running a fish and chips. No, this is true, but it's such a white toast selection for like, which is you know Queensland, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? Edit all this out. This is <laughs> this is bad content. <laughs> edit all this out. This What's is wrong what with happens when we don't shop? talk about movies. My my mother in law's off to the fish and chip shop in about twenty minutes I, to go pick up. I like. To pick I up the fish and chips for the chip shops, but it, they're just so. It's it's literally just like a. <laughs> this is terrible. We have to edit this out. It's literally What's wrong just with it? Blue, no, I'm keeping it in now. I'm blue. putting you on notice. There's no, I'm you know what? You I, my aesthetics. Damn, I, I every fish and chip shop oh, I've damn. ever been to in my life has no aesthetic direction at all. Of course, it's it doesn't. A it's a fucking room. fish and chip shop. You go yeah, there to get the like, fish and chips. But like cooking is so fun and like enjoyable and wholesome. I just I, I've never had fun oh in a fish and chip shop, man. Yeah, but you you just go and you get your fish and chips, man. 
but you know, you're sitting there talking about, you're saying that somehow the, the owners of, of such establishments are somehow dishonorable. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, it's such a, it's such a, do they love what they do? Cause I don't get that feeling when I go into a fish and chip shop. Do they have to? I, when when I want to go into a restaurant, I want to feel like the vibrancy of the, the food that's being created. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to feel that energy. I don't, I've never had that Look, in a fish and chip shop. Not everyone can live in, you know, the beautiful state of Australia, New South Wales and study communications at fucking university. All right. You know, and come from a wholesome <laughs> rural country town. Absolutely. I mean, you know, check your privilege, dog. Come on. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Yeah, we got to edit this out. We've just fucking... we got to edit this out. This is bad. Now I, under- now I understand why people don't get political. This is our first... Not that we'll ever run a Patreon, but people have to pay to hear this audio. We have to I'm hold this audio for I'm just going to send it to... I'm just going to send it to the wedding photo hangover boys. Just be like, hey, I got your present. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, yeah. Oh, oh my god. god! Anyway, god, I feel I feel like I actually. You know what? Ten minutes in. Hello. What's our edit point? Welcome no, to down, edit down. Point? Grid, People edit, have not been listening for ten minutes. Where where no. have we come? Where are we coming back from? Let's just go from. I'm about to say state funded bullying. Let's just leave it at the ABC bit or something before I start. Edit point. Fuck. Welcome to. <laughs> Welcome to down down critics. And and this is why podcasting and not live radio is the medium of choice for these two white boys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> film this I film mean, fucking hell. One nice day, little... I feel like we're on the we're on the course of, right now. Of like this is this is this is the we're on a we're on a direct course right now of problematic stuff where like we're gonna one day we'll just be oh. where our podcast is no longer about movies our podcast is literally called edit point like that's the title was, of the podcast it was, it was so close to becoming an episode of joe rogan <laughs> we were yeah, so fuck, close to joe rogan, rogan territory joe which would have been the fucked part because we would have had a we would have found a whole bunch of audience of people who would agree we would have found some soulless oh. husks that were like uh, and and then we'd have to look at and ourselves we, and be like, bro, what have we done? What have we done? Because <laughs> as much as we may bully oh, people God. on this show, we do love them. We do love these people. Like, you know, Zack Snyder, I'd give him a hug if I saw him. All of his Look, movies made, made me want to take a cold shower, but... <sighs> he's he's made some, you know, pieces of auteur cinema such as Psycho Punch. <laughs> yep. I got a I got a DM from a friend the other day saying I I, I and I fuck, I've never been more upset that he didn't get the audio of this but he told me <laughs> dude my parents are watching Sucker Punch I respond with the haha react and suckers he goes and hearing mum try to explain the plot to dad is a trip <laughs> I go please get the audio for me please he goes, I've missed the clip. And then he writes in quotes, See, the thing about this movie is that when she starts dancing, she enters these other worlds and she fights things. Close brackets. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> you know, shout out to <laughs> to the, shout out to my man's parents for sucking through Sucker Punch. But... <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder has made as many films. More recently, or more controversially, he's been he's been the uh, what would you call him the the 
I'm trying to think of his Marvel equivalent because he's not the Kevin Fieri. He's the I don't know. Would you call yeah. him? The, it's it's. I guess you'd call him the Joss, the Joss Whedon. Even though I guess he's the Joss Whedon, but but it was kind of like a decade on a decade plus, and uh, it was like a bit further on when Joss wasn't really. It was more like it was yeah the core, at the core of like the Captain America and Avengers world. It was the it was the brothers. Oh. Oh, you're right. He's definitely. Oh, you're, no, you're right. He's the Russos. Oh, you're so right. He's the Russos. Because he's not. He's the Russos. Because he's. Yeah, you're right. Because he had this landmark film in terms of the, the 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 tone of setting it all up, or you know, in the case of the Russos, Man of Steel is the is the Winter Soldier analog, right? Analog. Where they yeah. they come on and they make this film that is. Again, for some reason, uh, a stylistic watershed moment for this franchise and are then decided to have little hands in little pies of every other film involved, right? Hmm. Is that fair? Because you're right. Because yeah. the Russos definitely had to become the creative overseers of every character they were they set up specifically for their Avengers movie, right? So like, yeah, yes, yeah. they start they, having influence and not. I wouldn't say just. I mean, you know, they're not making the big decisions. So those are people. I like mean, it it depends know. on like the the depends on like the. I think not you'll Kathleen. find that Jesus. no, that's, who's, yeah, who's that's Star Wars. Kevin, Kathleen is Kathleen? Star Wars. Star Wars. It's Kevin, uh, but also people like uh, Victoria Alonso. Like that's that's oh more yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah. Um. Uh, well, so well, yeah. No, yeah, but I mean, there's but, a fucking committee of people that run, fucking run those. Yeah, anyway, we're, but, we're, we're confusing <laughs> Disney executives with Disney executives. What a fucking. Oh my God. Gee, it's hard. Um, but no, I think you're right. The in same. the way that the Russo brothers <laughs> had to make decisions that reverberated into like films they didn't make. Like they, like they cast Homeboy, they cast Tom Holland as Spider Man. Like that's. That's right. Yeah, cool. You know, uh, the guy who made that first Spider Man movie didn't have that choice. He just had to be like, well, I guess that's that. Well, he's, he's, so, he's, he's now the Spider Man for these things. Yeah. Um, exactly. We have to make decisions. Wonder- we, have to, we have to make Captain Marvel work a certain way so she will fit into this Avengers movie. We All these are so powerful that she, she actually has to like be busy doing something else. Otherwise, that second film would be over. I mean, so quick. That's, I mean, hey, and I love to bully Marvel, but that was not a problem I had being a a longtime viewer of Dragon Ball Z, where the strongest character is just not there. So yeah. we can have no, a longer no, and, run time. And I'm cool. I'm actually cool with that. Like, That's I fine. Give, I, I, I really like Endgame. I think it's great. I think it's such an interesting example of tying things together, um, which is funny when they had to tie together like 22 fucking films or whatever it was. And, you know, uh, Star Wars only had to tie together nine. But, you know, that's a different conversation that we've already sort of had. It's a very different conversation. Anyway. I forget, I forget, anyway. I forget which, which, which episode we, we, uh, we had our little – it was the Superman episode where we, where we argued about <laughs> Marvel. So one day when we have to do any, any Avengers movie, any, any, any of the – if we have to do either Infinity War or Endgame, it's, that's going to be a – that's going to be a – it's going to not be a fun time. No, it's fine. It's a good time. Anyway. Oh, look, I'm not going to make it a so good time. It's been an interesting... Yeah, fuck Speaking you. Speaking of uh, not advanced, having a good time, Zack Snyder... What's going on with the Snyder Cut? Like, this was just a punchline for so long, and now suddenly someone's actually 
mm. gone, actually, we're going to do it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Okay. People just think about, do people just think, do people watch a film like that? Now, actually, full disclaimer, mm. I actually have not seen Justice either League. of those films. You've not seen, Ju- I know I know. you said you hadn't seen BVS, but so you haven't seen Justice League either. I haven't seen Joss Justice League. Justice League. Joss Whedon, Zack Snyder. No, no, no. It's That's the whole point. People call it Joss Whedon's. This is the whole reason we have a Snyder cut. Because they don't feel... Oh, because he... Oh, right. Yeah. All right. So for so for those who who may not know the intricate details of the Snyder cut... Oh, boy. I'd I forgot. I'd blocked it out. I'm rem- you are now reminding me of in this. In 2017, in, in, early, in early 2017... I don't even know what the timelines are for shooting because at some point it was a year between when BVS came out. It was there was eighteen months between when BVS came out during March of twenty sixteen during the infamous uh, I'm going to call worst year for blockbuster movies ever twenty sixteen and um, the November twenty seventeen right. And I believe I believe Justice League was always meant to come out that November, but the shooting period between. Batman vs Superman and Justice League must have been fairly, fairly uh, combined, or at least not not a lot of mean time in between it. You know, okay. yeah. But uh, uh, tragically, in 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 March 2017, um, a, a horrible family issue happened to Zack Snyder. He he lost his uh, daughter in a in a in a in a yeah, um edit point. Let me figure out a better way to word this. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, yeah. You can just say um, it. Like that's what. Yeah, happened. yeah. Uh, look, in March twenty seventeen. Yeah, look, in March twenty seventeen, uh, Zack Snyder had to step away from Justice League because um, of a horrible incident where his uh, daughter committed suicide, and uh, as you know, as someone would, you can't really make a movie right after that, and so. I don't know what the decision must have been at Warner Brothers to be like, we need this movie out by November. We have to get someone else to finish it. But the whole story is that the movie was pretty much done by March, that they had Mm -hmm. shot most of it. Um, there was just, it was just all the effects work and, and chopping and all that because there are trailers that exist of the film prior to the uh, Zack Snyder leaving the project, right? But so it's it's March or April where they announce Joss Whedon is going to come on board to finish up the last few scenes and recut the movie uh, pretty closely to Zack's vision, is what the press release said, right? Yeah. So the movie comes out, and I and again, I wish I was almost gonna rewatch it this morning just for this, but I think well, I think this is one of those things where we'll probably do a proper episode on on either of it when it comes out. Oh God, like just get me get me absolutely coked the fuck up before I even. No, see, I'm looking forward to it because I find (laughs) this, I find the DCEU fascinating, so intensely fascinating at different angles. So I've seen Aquaman. Wonder yep. Woman. In fact, I even bought Wonder Woman on iTunes because. So you've seen, seen the two. So you've seen yeah. the two non DCEU DCEU movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, look uh, all right. Because so, if we take like the history lesson, Man of Steel to, um, uh, B 
BVS is is the quote unquote DCEU. Just those four movie, uh, those three movies. Suicide Squad's in there, right? Mm. That were that had Zach at the creative helm. It's like so a showrunner. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, by the time the BVS is a bunch comes of out, yeah. yeah, by the time BVS comes out and is not so critically reviled at all, um, that makes Warner Brothers want to just ease up Zach's influence on everything. Because at that point, he had had influence on Suicide Squad, on um, Wonder Woman, and on the early stages of Aquaman, right? But mm. at this point, they were able to... That's why you'll see every DCEU film up to Aquaman has... Zack Snyder as the executive producer, right? I just don't like that he had his grubby little fingers on something. Like, I don't understand how, I don't understand how for so long the critically, like the critical arguments of tone and uh, tone, yeah, tone and narrative yeah. narrative structure were like, it wasn't just a one-off. It's like no. Man of Steel, BVS mm. and Justice League. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, we're talking about big hits here. Like, yeah. here's the thing about Justice League. I'm like, how did they not see that coming? Like, when BVS and Man of Steel well, this is, were yeah. in that same, like, you know, we're all talking on the internet. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. not us at the time, but no. plenty of other podcasts in our sort of sphere yep. are discussing that thing. Just are discussing in the, it. Yeah, like, in the how film is bubble. Like, why is this In the film bubble, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, do they just not... Like, who makes these decisions? All right, it's time to put our tinfoil hats on, okay? Because these... I know why... I know why they did it, right? Because if we just remove the public discourse, if we just remove the public film discourse of going, Zack Snyder makes really depressing movies... Why does he keep getting to make all these executive choices? Numbers-wise, all of the films did very well. All the films did very well. Mm. All of them doubled their budgets, no matter what the critical consensus is. And yeah, but there's, an element the weird... of, there's an element of people are going to go see this. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and what are, you, what are you saying? Like... How many people went to see it more than once? Here is the key thing, though. This is the thing. This is the. Then this is the key demo that has been there the entire time from Man of Steel to now. The entire reason we are getting a Snyder cut. The DC fan base, or at least like the, what do you want to call it? Because you you read comics. I'm sure you read some DC titles. Yes, I just picked up a few. You know the 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 not Zach of the Snyders, the mm. Scott Snyder. I just picked up. I've been reading his New Fifty Two run mm. of Batman for. You know, it's not the current run; it's the previous run. So I've just been reading it as I go and trade. And I just picked up the last three the other day because um, I I finally finally read Volume Six. I was like, let's read seven, eight, nine. I already own ten for some reason. I had it on special, so I have it already. And you know, it's just like, like I love that shit. Like it's great. Like it's really interesting arc, huge arc storytelling with it's it, like, it's great stuff. Um, but I, I'm just strangely not in there this DC a, world. I'm not like just hanging on. I'm like, let's give me some good content and it's good. And I'm cool like, happy. Group. Awesome. I read some good shit. Yeah. There is a core unit within the DCU fan base that wants these gritty, depressing, hard edged, DCEU movies. 
there was a core audience there that would that was that was loud and would often express their opinions about Snyder cuts. And I, I and I, I I never know to this day I still don't know how strong of a group they are, but clearly they're strong enough to green light to get a thirty million dollar project greenlit. I can't I just I just cannot understand but here's the, the thing, right? absolute here's the, here's the main gratuity thing to, of that. Here's I, the, just, I know. But here's the other thing, right? This is the this is the main thing I have to talk to you about, you not being someone who has seen Justice League. It is very clear when you see Justice League that Joss Wheaton did more than polish up a few scenes and watch over all the editing process. It is two different movies spliced together. Not necessarily in like an... I, again, I think this might be personal bias as to where it comes into it. I, you know, out of the three, Justice League is the best out of Man of Steel and BVS, purely because that other half of a movie is one much more suited to my taste, right? What's your taste? It is a movie that... Which, do you like the Whedon-esque or do you like the Snyder it, stuff? I mean, out of the two, you'd call it... I, I, I hedge to call it Wheaton-esque because I think he's just doing the, the smarter comic book writing. I don't think it's Wheaton's per se, but it's certainly not the cider snuff. I've always, I've always said I enjoy watching the DCEU movies purely because they are so brash in their stylistic choices, right? I, I appreciate that. I don't like them, and I think they're often very tone-deaf in places, but I find them entertaining. Justice I feel League like there's a, you go there's yeah there's a there's a there's a a flavor there which I think you're getting at and I I I I go back to I go back to the odd occasional throwaway line that just brings some levity to some key moments in Nolan's Batman um mm. the the running joke of you know Say say it's character A and character B, where character B is Batman. Character A, yep. in this case, it's Jim Gordon talking to Batman. Yep. Character A turns around to keep delivering his dialogue and yep. then turns back to character B. And what do you know? Character B's gone. And then in number off. three, how how Catwoman does, does that to Batman and he goes, That's what that feels like. Just like that. And it's just like, I like that because it's like, boom, okay, that. cool. But then it, depending on the mood when I'm watching the film, I'm just like, I didn't. I didn't want that. Like, and it's it's funny how sometimes those little those little bits of flavor that you just go. I get that that's comic book, but yeah. sometimes the delivery of it just didn't land for me. And I'm yeah. in this dark space, and I just want that. But I feel like there's 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 gritty and there's the gritty, moody, depressing shit that the Snyder fans want. There's yeah. there's the Whedon esque, Avengers esque, mixy comedy, but also fun. Yeah. Um, that you're nailing and then there's the nolan verse which is its own other thing and i'm like well whatever the fuck yeah. christopher nolan wants to do yeah. um and and uh and so you know it's like i i don't have the answers no i don't have the answers but fucking why 30 million dollars 30 million dollars is a lot to recut a film but that's the thing i but, reckon they spent 20 million dollars i mean the numbers were out at some point they spent about that much money Back in 2017, letting Joss 
practically remake half the film just to be and you see it because he's only credited as a screenwriter because you can tell and realize there are so many scenes added where there are just like two or more characters not yeah like the only time the um the, the main ensemble cast is together is clearly during all the Snyder shot stuff during the third act but there are so many scenes of just only only two or more of the the, the superheroes just talking to each other because maybe that's all they could afford to like I guess that's just the scheduling and so there are so many scenes of like the two of them that are added so like there's this weird intro scene that is clearly shot in a small studio green screen because the fucking design is different and the, the it's so CGI it's this weird scene of Batman hunting down a Help me out, comic man. What are the what are the what are Dark Sides? No, he's not even the villain. It's I don't fucking, know. Isn't fucking, isn't uh, he the villain from Wolf? Yeah, he's got like these bug creatures, and so Batman tracks one down in Gotham City to like interrogate it or some dumb shit. But they have this okay. fight in this. I'll just say thing. this: I have barely read any Superman, That's... so I'm, and and I've not read any Justice League, so I'm not like in. Not... I don't know the. Okay. I don't know the Thanos an- a- analogs in the DC. Like, I know that it's Darkseid, but I, I don't know them. No. Uh, you know? I don't know. I, I, like, I know the Batman. Like, I, I can talk to you about Two-Face, Joker, you know, the Riddler, Poison yeah, yeah. Ivy, no, Mr. Freak. Like, I, I know the Batman shit, but I don't yeah, know yeah. the larger DC. That was, shit, just right? my, that was just my blanket statement to say, hey, DC fans, l- let me slide, please. But okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but... They have this weird fight where Batman's fighting this bug monster in this 3D rendered Gotham City that looks like a Burton set, like with all this neon and all these weird shaped buildings. And you think this is not entirely. Well, you know, you don't realize it until you get to the next scene, which is clearly this Zack Snyder devised opening sequence. Can you hear that in the background? It's dad feeding the horses. I can't hear that. I, it doesn't matter. Who cares? This podcast just, has enough edit points. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. We Welcome started to edit point. Welcome back. Um, I will say this though, and I feel like, I feel like I because I haven't seen Justice League. No, yeah, no. which is the one? Where's the, what? What was? Uh, what was the one? Was it BVS? It was BVS, wasn't it? See, I haven't seen BVS. Uh, or just but sleep. I did start watching the other night a certain film that is very tied, intertwined with BVS. A certain film starring Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise. No, that's the one that's that's Justice League. Is that Justice League? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever the one that. with the fucking moustache. Okay, yes. so I started watching that film. I'm like, man, yeah. this is great. I'm like, I'm loving this. Like, you know, this we'll is great. To, we'll uh, I'm going to talk about the reshoot stuff. But just, you can tell yeah. from this opening scene of Batman fighting a bug monster in a 3D rendered Burton thing, which you don't entirely realize until you get to the very next scene, which is clearly this Snyder devised opening sequence of real world gray dull locations everybody's mourning the death of superman mm. like there's violence in the streets in some sections all while this oh very God. solemn cover of what's the song it's um 
everybody knows the i don't know it's this very solemn song that i know is a cover of like tom waits or some bullshit oh you know what he he always does this Zack snyder yeah. always has like fucking shit covers like grungy emo covers yep. of like tentpole songs i'm yeah. like no can't that's just gross like, he did it off. again did it and again he did it again oh, joss wheaton couldn't even disgusting. cut it out Oh, oh god i remember there's a fucking oh it's because you're like you watch yeah it's such a jarring thing because you watch this next scene of a fucking homeless man with a bit of cardboard that says we tried right next to a black superman flag way flying off the london bridge it's so oh, it's so, so much and you, that's when you realize oh he can only stitch this up so much only yeah. so much but yeah we can talk about all these logistics of the mustache um i was so keen like um i was just looking forward to watching that film because i was like what a stash about a stash like I'm just thank you, thank you, everyone. Uh, it's a good for that line. It's a good line. No, no, the stash about a stash. Um, I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank Jesus Christ. I'd like to thank God and my parents. Um, uh, I'd love to thank the Academy. Uh, <laughs> I love everyone to know by this point that it's we're recording this on a Friday because I'm like. Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch the film for this week. Let's just do a bonus app. I'm sober, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's just been a big week. Um, I mean, you know, I want to get to. Like, I want to make one. All right, so now we have to have this other conversation, right? We've we've talked yeah. specifically about the Zack Snyder cut. We weren't going to do this for the bonus episode until I saw an article that I tweeted from the uh, from the Downtown account. <laughs> Follow the Dan, Dan. By the way, Dom has taken the Dan Dan Critics of Dan twi- Twitter account with both ho- with both horns. I got the login, and- baby. He got the login. <laughs> Look out, guys! We've got some takes coming. Podcast kept it from me for a while, but now we're back. <laughs> I can didn't keep but it from him. There's, there's- he just takes it and he's like, "Hey, I've got some hot takes." Hey, What's I got the I login. Wanna, I want to hear. Here it is. <laughs> I want to post bad film articles or Alan Partridge <laughs> Bond references. <laughs> But anyway, there's this, David Ayer said, you know, they recut his soulful drama. <laughs> I really couldn't, I I really could not stop laughing when I read it because I just, the, the, the two words I do not associate with Suicide Squad are, are soulful drama. But it got me thinking about, God... <laughs> We really have lived in an era over the past five years where every major, like I'm going to say almost every major Hollywood film has been major or minorly reshot and recut because the studio is scared, but scared of what? This is what I don't understand. They're not scared of losing money because they can release the same movie and get more or less the same amount of money. They can't be that scared of the critical reception because the critical reception on a whole has not been great. Like it's, 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 it's all, it's all 40 and yet to 60 on Metacritic. Making, yeah. And then, the, yeah. And yet they kept making films anyway. So exactly. F- fuck? fucking Venom got 
critically skewered, even though it's a masterpiece. Venom got <laughs> critically skewered, and it did not stop it from becoming the highest grossing R-rated comic book movie of all time. It, it, it'd be Deadpool. And it wasn't even reshot. It's 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 it was a weird time where it would not shock me. There would just be days and days of going home from like first year of uni, second year of uni, third year of uni, where every day I'd see a new article that would say this major film is being reshot by a different director. Okay, cool, like fucking fine. But for years and yeah, years, I'm just I'd hanging out watching. I'm just hanging out for our boy Lightning Lightning McQueen to star in the gritty remake of Cars Two. <laughs> Cars Two famously reshot to be a spy film. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild if that came out like a, a year before production? They were like, "Oh yeah, it was this entire other movie." But then, fucking, we saw Skyfall was coming out. And we, were and like, we had to cast Michael. Kane. We had to cast Michael Caine, and Michael Caine was like. I'm only doing your film if it's an international spy thriller. I'll only my best do it Michael if I Payne. play a mini so I can repeat my line, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> and he didn't play a mini. He played a fancy British car that was imaginary. But it would not. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. But- she was only 15. <laughs> <laughs> she was only. She was only and then he gets a bit reboot. And then he gets a bit older. And then he gets a bit older. Yeah. And he gets more angry. <laughs> do, you reckon, no. do you reckon we can reboot the trip? <laughs> now that the trip is over, now that Coogan and Bryden are out, you and I could just go around to restaurants and are do they out? Trip. Is that officially out? Well, they, said they, that, like, they said that not doing Greece, which came out two weeks ago, was going to be the last one. So Okay. How many have they done? The first four. one, and then they did Italy. Four. There are four of them. There's the trip. There are four of them. The trip to Italy, the trip to Spain, and this new one, the trip to Greece. Are they the same film? I've not like, seen them. Are they? Is this actually the Dom coming home, driving home, you know, getting going home on the bus from first year film and it's the trip one and then I, second year it's the trip Italy no, and then I it's saw the trip the, I saw the trip to Spain in my first year at a beautiful theatre in Newcastle that used to be like just up the street from the university that has since closed down. I saw it. I'd go there. Like I'd have a free four hour period of class one day. So I would just be like, fuck it. I walk up the street, see an art house movie. And I saw the trip to Spain. I was already a fan and I was looking forward to it, but it was just me and one other guy. And that one other guy only laughed like twice. <laughs> you know, I'm in the front row hacking at their fucking James Bond impressions. I'm dying because fucking Dick Fugan's doing that. Come, come, Mr. Bond. You enjoy the scallop just as much as I do. <laughs> I'm dying, bro. But yeah, you know what? I've got a. I'm home alone tonight, and I was going to put some tunes on, drink some gin and tonic, yeah. and order a pizza. But I'm like, you know what? I'm. I feel like a warm blanket, and the 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 model of warm blanket I'm really actually into tonight. Yeah. I think is is one of these. Films. I'm too scared uh, to like watch the new one. I'm too. I don't think I'm going to be in the right mood to watch the new one because I'm just going to. The Spain one good. I, uh, yeah, the Spain ones. I think they're all. I mean, if you if you don't like one of them, you're not gonna like not like all of them. Oh, they're all yeah, as good absolutely. as each other. They're all as it's good the as same each other. sort of jokes, right? exactly. Oh, but no, boy. yeah, I'm too scared um, with this new one because it's gonna be like, bro. Last time I saw this, I was in a theater. I was able to be in a theater with one other guy, and now I just can't do that. I have to watch it from my home. I can't go anywhere. It's fucking. Where are we at in 2020? Can you, can you believe? Can you believe that we are actually? You know, at the release of our last episode. Do you know what? Our, do you know what our last episode was? The last episode we released was Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, 
And um, forgive me if I'm much mistaken. She's okay, by the way. That was a laugh. That time. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. We can, we can that one. No, she's, she no, was no it was a win. She's just, just having a win. She was just doing, she was uh, just doing her own. No, that she got she, she got stuck in a door or something. Mum, no, mum went outside. I just saw because we're in the study. I'm at the front of the house. Emma, I just saw Emma walk outside, and Lenny must have just been left at the door, thinking she was being left forever. Um, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but our our episode, hmm. um, we're up, we're up, we, we we've released twenty episodes. Wow! Look at us go. And I'm amazed that we do a film podcast and we're 20 episodes deep. Yeah, most of the 14 of them from the past, the current season that we've done weekly. Yeah. Um, and, and we've never once sat and watched a film together, which I no, think is quite interesting. I mean, it's true. We, we, we've talked about it a few times doing commentary tracks, but one day it's going to happen and it's going to be magical. I mean IRL in the same room, and it's got to be maybe maybe that maybe we have to roll this conceit out. It's like no 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 the first time it's Bond twenty five like that's, that's the oh, first yeah, yeah. time no, no time to die no, no, time to die. no, no, no. <laughs> but anyway no, let's anyway Look, so enough about crazy enough about, we're living in a, world, set. Living in a world where we've, we've lived in a world where all these movies would get recut, and every time in the back of my mind I thought. Well, that's a whole like version of the film we'll never get to see. That's really interesting. Until today, or until whenever the news came out, Zack Snyder is getting funded. That means who's paying for it? Uh, Warner Brothers, f- specifically for Amazing. their they they ha- they haven't said yet if they're going to recut it like a movie or if they're going to recut it to be like four forty minute or. 30 minute like a, like episodes for like it's whatever it form it's in it's going on their streaming service hbo max right mm-hmm. but it's now just open pandora's box where funding can be granted to just slightly polish up any of these films because i believe mm. them when they say they're not going to reshoot anything I do believe that, even though there have been articles flying about about, oh, we've got to fly out Ben Affleck to reshoot this thing. I fully believe that it's it's going to just be a re-edit and a CGI process. I have been watching some film. Oh, actually, you know, this is a good, we're doing a bonus app. So this is something, shout out to the podcast that has been basically another lockdown success. A friend of mine posted on his socials Simon, who uh is a great photographer from new zealand i have had him on my photography podcast baby got back in recently check that out but that is shameless plug that is so uh, on his socials he posted recently check out this podcast um it's really cool it's deep dive on like some film geek shit and it's called team deacons i'm like oh cool some podcast made a fucking nerd out podcast about roger deacons no 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 it's no, no. thought it's- James and Roger Deakins. <laughs> Daddy Deakins Fucking himself. Actually going for it. Um, Academy Award hey. winner Daddy. And and his wife and collaborator James. Hey, what's up, Bobby? Speaking of wife and collaborator. Yep. What's up? They really want to know what you think about the eventual Rogue One recut. <laughs> No, the Rogue One recut was okay. What I want to see is the 
Uh, he's the Lord Miller, the Lord Miller solo, solo. Yeah, recap. yeah like this is the, you're right. This is the thing. Every both Rogue One and Solo have whole ass cuts that Disney just have in the vault. Um, like again, we made fun of the Suicide Squad recut, but I'd I'd, I'd watch I'd watch it. I'd watch the recut. Um, there are the so solo, many cases. Colin of, Trevorrow. The, the the not the Colin Trevor was taken off before nine really yeah. was shot much most no, shot, yeah it was a whole different just, film. A, just a Trevor script but there are like a lo- a whole bunch of examples of movies like I'm fairly yeah, sure still. um that last Jason Bourne movie may have been actually I think that's just I've pulled that out of my ass there are there are just it's mostly those superhero movies really that get reshot but like yeah there are so many examples now that can come to to light. There's a, there's I mean, a, there's so much money in these projects. Why can't these cunts just have the stones to throw some money at a film, shoot it, film it, edit it, whatever, put it out, and just be like, there it is, boom, done. Like, fucking, like, just fuck Reddit. Just turn Reddit off. Just turn just it off. Turn Reddit off. Yo. Turn Reddit off. Turn Reddit off. That's a fact. You should always turn Reddit off. Log off of Twitter, because most of the time that's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot of horse shit too. There's a lot of horseshit attached to a hashtag. Yeah. Just just make a movie and release it. Like what? I I believe wholeheartedly in the saying you can't polish a turd. You can't. Even if the turd is a pretty good movie, you can't You can't make it better that much by reshooting it. I've never seen a movie in my life that I know of. But again, maybe the Zack Snyder one will be the one. I very Maybe. much doubt it, but wow. if this Zack Snyder anyway. cut comes out and just blows the hinges off the original Justice League, uh, I'll never well, doubt that's that. a watershed moment. What I was saying about Deacons is, you know, I mean, uh, let's listen to that podcast is such a good example of that. I think <laughs> literally just got a message from Cy. <laughs> that's freaky. Um, Do we like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking oh, about yeah. real we're talking about mic preamps um, because I've got to record some, some audio soon. Uh, that is not just me in front of a dynamic mic. Uh, but yeah, like the director, the producer, the editor, the cinematographer, the, all the, all those things. It's just like, I think most, I think a lot of people just forget. I don't know. Maybe this is a misconception, but I have this idea that a lot of people just don't remember like when they're watching a film um, and when they're talking about the film, they're talking about the actors and they might talk about the director, but like, yeah. there's just, there's at least ten people that are like honestly more important than of, exactly in terms of more responsible though of what you're seeing than yeah. any of the famous people that are in front of you on the screen. Like I agree. And, I don't think we're taught that enough as young filmmakers. No, we're class. not. Talking, I don't think. No, no, no. It's such it's such a team effort. Like it's not a like yeah. It's Hollywood is such an ego game, but there's there's a lot that goes into making a film, and it takes. Like I've been on, I've, uh, uni's let me work on like real scale film shoot ads for the university. And just like yeah. an ad alone, uh, we were working with like a massive film crew, people who have worked on real films. Like I would get there at seven in the morning and everyone would be walking around in their crew jumpers. Like, oh, that's a guy who worked on Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, that's a guy who worked on Alien Isolation. Oh shit. She worked on uh, Alien Isolation. Oh shit. That guy worked on The Great Gatsby. I want to give him a high five. Yeah, yeah, I didn't all that, that shit. Car, I and I think, I mean, you know, 
Um, it's such a big collaborative effort that such uh, a big thing. I think yeah, like fair enough. That's a surprise that you even have that opinion that you're like that it's not hit home enough in fucking film school. I'm just talking about Joe Blow on the street or like oh, Jane yeah. Jane Smith, you know, no, at, at 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 the coffee club. Like yeah, oh, yeah, went to see the latest Julia Roberts film. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. fuck Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, that's that's, that's that's fine. That's like that's like somebody going to like it's like a non sports fan going like, oh, I really like the 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 West Coast Eagles. Oh, who's your favorite no, no. West Coast I mean, Eagles player? And I don't mean, you know, I no, and I don't mean like, you know, that's of course that's a totally fine way to describe yeah. it. I'm just saying, you know, when we deep dive on this stuff, I just think yeah. more people need to realize because yeah. I just don't think they actually do no. that. Like that, you know, if someone you wrote want- this, someone filmed this, someone produced yeah. this, someone lit this, someone. Uh, you know, decided on um, they have a great they have a great episode about a guy uh, recently who's a DIT a DIT. Um, it's like digital imaging technician or something yeah. or I don't know, something like that. And it's like you know their job didn't exist before digital, but now it's like their whole job is like make sure the monitors are this, make sure yeah. the color is this, make sure that the camera's outputting X Y Z, all these million different things. But the actual, but the like that's what their job is yeah. on paper, but like in in reality, their job like crosses a whole bunch of creative spheres as well, yeah. which is about lens selection and like yeah. color and lighting and things. And you're like, whoa! Yeah. Like everyone has having all right. these conversations before, like you know, um, it's great before Cameron Diaz is even out of the fucking trailer. Like, wow, yeah. man, come on, guys, think about how cool yeah. this is. This is so cool. Anyway. No, it's great. It's it's, anyway. it's it's such a good podcast. I've 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 had the chance to listen to one episode so far, and I'm fucking chomping at the bit to listen more. It's Ripper, and it's across a bunch of like you know they're cinematographers, but like they they, they talk to a they talk to people across a wide gamut of skills set in the industry. Because they've worked, because they work like every day on a film set. You work with everybody on that film set. Like yeah. Roger Deakins is a DB. Can't just like walk up to the camera do everything himself, tell people what he's done and then just run it himself. No, he has to like physically work with grips and like lighting technicians and like no matter where he is, if he's in a set, if he's on location, there's so much that has to be done. Yeah. I'm so glad that this, this conversation about fucking horseshit extended cuts went into something much more fulfilling and satisfying. Yeah, me too. I feel like we actually like as a, as a podcast and maybe that's why our numbers aren't so great because we do spend a lot of time just shitting on stuff instead of celebrating. Exactly. Um, it's like that great, that great friend and friends Ferdinand line. Um, she smiled and told me something. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, something I was saying about, all the things I hate and all the people I hate. And then like, she smiles and tells me something that she likes. And it's like, yeah, fucking come on. Yeah. Uh, we wrap this up. I'm just going to say, uh, I'm going to say good night to my fam who are all going off to dinner and I'm staying home because I may have some chicken pox. I know I'm 32 year old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hate uh, follow us on social media. I'll put everything in the show notes. My name's Morgan Roberts. My name is Dominic Snyder. I mean, Dominic Fitzgerald. Yeah.